I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. You want your clients to know what to expect, but you also want to be able to streamline your process as much as possible, especially tasks that are repeatable. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 46. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on, review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening? We would love to know what you think. And for today's episode, we're talking about Jesse's workflow, Jesse Wyman of Jesse Wyman Photography, and also of the Cocktails and Content Creation podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but also of the brand photographer method. So we're going to talk a little bit about her workflow as a photographer and then how she translates that into her course, um, the brand photographer method. But before we get into some good stuff, I'm excited to hear about. What are you drinking today, Jesse? What are you preparing? What are you drinking to prepare for this interview? Uh, I'm going with the trusty old steed, the Down East Cider. Down East. That was my best Boston accent that I could do. <laughs> um, yeah, the cranberry is uh, pretty friggin' awesome. So I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, we're recording mm-hmm. this in December. It's very festive. The cranberry style. So. It is very festive. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's a very festive time. I am enjoying uh well the last vestiges of a nutcracker latte Mm. which was yeah the last sips from like yesterday oh my gosh that does Um, sound really good actually it was so it was from this place called empire coffee and tea i think is what it's called Mm. in newport rhode island so i just got home last night and um you know after like when something gets cold especially this time of year i don't want to drink it because i feel like it loses a lot of its flavor um, if it, if it was originally oh, hot, yeah. so like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I stick it, I stick to, I stuck it in the, I, you know, I fell asleep on the way home. So I stuck it in the fridge and I'm just enjoying the last couple of sips of that. Oh, and nice. it was, it was vanilla Robo's tea with almond syrup and almond milk or something like that. And like spices, it's really, it's basically a Robo's latte, Robo's tea latte, but mm. I don't, the fact that it was called the, the nutcracker. It sounds really, sounds really good. So George sometimes will like not reheat his, his drinks, but he'll, cause he gets iced coffee usually. Yeah. So he goes and gets the iced coffee from like Starbucks or wherever. And then he puts it, he brings it home and sticks it in like a Yeti thermos because it keeps it super, super well, cold. It and cold, then, right. and then if he doesn't drink it all day, he'll like put it in the fridge overnight. <laughs> he still has it. That like- would not work in our house because I swear. So we get the cold. If, if Alex is working from home we get like the, the stock STOK cold brew. Uh-huh. Um, it's in this green, he gets to the one in the green bottle. I swear he goes through one of those almost every single day. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to keep caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, I, that would, I would be buzzing at the end of the day if that was me, but, Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, you must be caffeinated all the time because you have quite, um, the little empire that you are growing. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's Fine hard too. for you to even like, I, I know when we talk something, you'll be like, I'm going to try and take this day off. And then like, and then I'll I get don't. an email from you and I'm like, Jesse. And I mean, I don't help the situation because sometimes I'm kind of part of that little, I'm a, I'm a little part of that empire. You're a big so part. I'm helping you out. I'm, big, I'm helping you out on some stuff. And I will be the one, like, I remember 
the day before Thanksgiving, you're like, I'm checking out at noontime. And like at 1230, I sent you this whole long voice message about, Hey, um, I don't know if you check this and this and this. And you're like, I'm out of the office. And I was like, sounds good to me. I'm glad you're finally taking it, yeah. taking it off. Well, I think we actually left the house. So that was, I think that was a, yes. that was a smart idea. It was, you know, that's what I find. If I take days off and I have nothing to do, like if it's just cold or if George is working, this is going to sound sad, but I don't really have a life outside of work right now. (laughs) Well, you can always come over here and help me pick up my house or something, but I might take you up on that someday. (laughs) You're redoing your office. Anyways, and that that this new office that you're building, people can check it, check out. You've been po- sharing a lot of bit up about it on stories and it's going to be, it is gorgeous already, but it's going to be gorgeous. This mm. is kind of helping you to really double down on this workflow. So first off, yeah. uh, what is, I mean, I know what it is, but for, for people that don't necessarily understand what a workflow is. And if you are, you must be like lady Grantham and wondering what a weekend is. Um, what is a workflow? Let's break it down. Yeah. So a workflow, in my opinion, and from my perspective is a way for me to take my clients once they've booked and actually even pre-booking, but through the client experience and what the aim is, is to automate it as much as possible. So for me, this could include the step-by-step, um, process, uh, whether it's sending, um, you know, the contract, sending them their reminder email for their shoot, uh, sending the post shoot email, telling them I had a great time. But ultimately, my workflow is really just a step-by-step process of what needs to be done to take them from booking to project completion. And that's really what a workflow is. Many people handle it um, as I mentioned, uh, in an automated way through like a CRM, which is what I do, or you can even have it just uh, more analog where you literally have a list or maybe it's written out and you take them again through step-by-step. And what the, the, the goal is, is to make sure that you're, uh, streamlining your system so that you're not repeating, uh, or you're streamlining repeatable processes. So you're saving time and also your clients know what to expect. And so it does, um, it does both of those things. So does that make sense? Yes. And don't say that. Don't say, does that make sense? <laughs> I, read well, I wanted to make it- sure because once I get on a tangent, I do sometimes wonder if I'm just babbling. No, no, no. I, so for those of you who don't know, Jesse very well. I find Jesse to be maybe one of the most straightforward individuals I've ever known. Um, I feel like you're the last person that needs to say, does oh, that make sense? Well, I feel like I ramble sometimes, but I feel like some I'm the I'm the one who's supposed to be the TV, you know, the the broadcasting expert. And sometimes I get on a tangent on these interviews and you're the one who brings it back. Oh, but you're so good. You're so good. <laughs> well, I you were... are you are too. Yeah. So, you know. So you, you kind of talked about what it is. Why is it, 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 we, I mean, we both know why it's important to have a workflow, but why is it so important as a brand photographer to have this workflow? 
in place? Yes. Yeah, that's a really great question. And I do think anybody, as you mentioned, should have a workflow. First of all, you want to, as I mentioned, you want your clients to know what to expect, but you also want to be able to streamline your process as much as possible, especially tasks that are repeatable. So if you're taking your client through the same experience over and over again, there's no reason for you to uh, retype emails or change something up. When you do that, you're adding time to your process. So as a brand photographer, there's a lot more that goes into a session than, in my opinion, than a family photographer or a wedding photographer, um, because there's a lot more uh, planning, in my opinion, as you know, when I was a family and wedding photographer, I would maybe have, you know, my client questionnaire for wedding clients, and then we would hop on a quick call. And that would pretty much be the end of it, I would really get all the information I need. And then I just really have to like, show up and photograph the day. And well, I mean, say- when it comes down to it, it's like, except for maybe some special pieces, right? Some special traditions that maybe family thing, like a wedding is a wedding is a wedding. Right. And there's very differences, very, very few differences to the script. Right. But I still had, I still had a, a workflow that would oh, take course, me through that. Yeah. But as a brand photographer, there's a little bit more, uh, in my opinion, moving pieces. Some of my clients need to, you know, understand, um, you know, what props to bring, what outfits to, to wear. And, you know, the shoot planning piece of it is really, really important. So my workflow starts, um, you know, from the booking side of things, trying to get them booked and onboarded, but then making sure that things are automated to get to that shoot plan uh, conversation that I have with them to then sending out their shoot plan to then, you know, letting them know, you know, their reminder for their shoot. So for me, it helps keep it organized, but also, as I mentioned, setting those expectations from the client perspective and making sure we're not missing anything or dropping the ball. Uh, So the workflow really helps keep you on track and able to deliver that really great client experience. Because ultimately, I like to think of one client as two clients. Like, because if I give a great experience to one client, it's going to result in an amazing review or testimonial or a recommendation. So every client I book, I'm assuming that they're going, I'm assuming I'm making a pretty big assumption, but I see it as an opportunity, as an opportunity to leverage a great experience that they have to then book further clients. So giving them a great workflow and an experience. And they don't see it as a workflow. They just see it as a process from your end. It's your workflow. And then they see it as their own client experience. Well, I mean, you've been, you, it's so funny. I, as a, as someone who is just kind of getting into creating my own workflow and really getting those processes in order, you are someone like when we created this podcast, you were like, okay, we need to have this, this, and this all set and ready to go. And it's made that so seamless. And it's funny because we've actually had some people reach out to us and say, wow, this is, I mean, we're, we're a small podcast, you know, um, we don't have any, um, sponsors although if anybody wants to reach out and sponsor us we'd love it yeah we don't have any sponsors we'll take take what we can get we'll take what we can get um you know so this is a small small time podcast but like we've had people who reached out to us and and we we have them on the show and they'll say to us you know they've been on some big podcasts and they'll say this is the most organized podcast I've ever been on and it's mostly due to you putting those processes in place and it's funny because I'm a client of yours and I had a shoot with you in early November and I don't know if you remember this, but I actually 
I was thinking to myself, I literally thinking, oh, I need to get this to Jesse because I want to talk to her about X, Y, and Z. It was the week before. And legit, my phone, I was sitting next to my phone and the phone lit up and there was an email from you. And yes, it was one of your automated being emails. Like, but book your shoot being plan like, call. Yeah, it was, it was, no, it was like, you know, hey, your shoot's coming up in a week, you know, um, get me anything, you know, that you, you last minute stuff or whatever. And I was like, and I remember like voice messaging you and saying, Jesse, I literally was just thinking about you and your email came up. Like you read my mind. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you know, considering you've, you've become like a, at least my a mind reader to me, what does that, what does that workflow look like? All right. So I think the best way to just to, to do this is to like walk you through kind of the client yes. journey and yeah. let me know if you have questions as we're, as I'm breaking this down. So, okay. So okay. Clients will either be following me on Instagram, they'll be following me on, you know, or they've headed to my website. I don't really do too much Pinterest for my um, photography brand. Uh, I do have some pins out there. So I'm sure some, actually, I do know one lead did find me on Pinterest, which is great. Um, But okay, so, you know, in the back end, I'm building those relationships through um, Instagram. And the goal is to have them either get to my website and like know they want to book. So they're going to hit my contact me form in my website or they get to my website and they're like, "Mm, I'm not quite sure I want to book yet, but I'm really interested in what she has to offer, especially her like shoot planning guide. And that's like my opt-in, my lead magnet. And so people will um, opt into that. And that puts them into my email service provider where I send them a welcome sequence and encourage them to book a call with me or to book a session. So either way, at some point, they're going to end up likely on my contact me form. And what I use is I use HoneyBook right now. I've tried several different CRMs. I've tried 17 hats, Dubsado. Right now I'm currently using HoneyBook. I'm not going to go into like the pluses and minus of both because it's such a personal, like so many people love a system for a certain reason and that's what they're going to do. But I connect HoneyBook. So my lead form is integrated onto my website. So I'll get a notification from HoneyBook. Hey, you have a new lead. Great. So I'll go into that lead. And the first step I don't actually have automated because I do have high volume, but not high enough volume to where I can't individually check the leads that are coming in. So what I'll do is I'll check that lead and then I'll say, okay, I'll see what they've said if they've given me any notes. And then I'll say reply um, in an email. And I have a templated email built into HoneyBook that says, Hey, thanks for inquiring, like blah, blah, blah. Schedule a call with me. So that's the next step. So my first step is to be able to encourage them to inquire, get in touch. Then they will book a call if they want to move forward. Most of my clients want to hop on a call because they want to understand the process before they book. Very few will actually just like buy a session without chatting with me. I have had it happen, but that's that's not what I find. I find I'm going to have a better booking rate if I get them on the phone. So that's the first step. So that is a link that they will schedule a call with me. And it's just a call. I don't do a Zoom call at first. Um, And that's all automated. That's a calendar link that's in HoneyBook that links up to my personal calendar. So it knows when I'm available. I don't have to do the whole back and forth. When are you available? Okay. So then 
So they do that. They get on a call. I have my sales call with them, what I call a sales call, but really I'm just like learning about their business. I'm asking them a bunch of questions. I'm trying to learn as much as I can about their process, their audience, all the things. And then if they want to move forward and I'm like, great, all right, I set a date. Or if we can set a date at that point, we will. Ideally, I want to before I get off the call with them. And then I go back into HoneyBook and I'm like, okay, at this point, I'm going to apply my workflow, which is an automated, um, I think they actually call it an automation now in HoneyBook, but it basically is a step-by-step thing of partially automated actions that happen to get my client through the process. So like, for example, I apply the workflow and then the first thing is just a task. It's telling me something to do. It's like, okay, now you need to send over your proposal and your contract. So I go into HoneyBook, we take care of all of that. Um, My proposals are already templated. The email that goes out with that proposal is templated. Everything is super, super seamless. And in that email, I tell them, here, here's what to expect. You're going to, here's your contract and invoice. You got to sign that. After that's done, you'll get my questionnaire. After that's completed, we'll get on our shoot plan call. After that's completed, you'll get your shoot plan and we'll be ready for the day of. So they know exactly how it's going to happen. So from there, they sign their contract. My system then is set up to automatically send them their questionnaire. Once that's back, I will take a look at it. And if I like need more information, I'll either email them and say, hey, before we hop on the shoot plan call, can you get me X, Y, and Z? And then once I have all the information from them, which usually is fine, the questionnaire has everything, I will then um, tell my system. And it's this part is not automated because of course I want to make sure that I have all the information. Sorry, is this is this... Is this too much? We going into too much detail? Okay. Keep no, going. this is great. Okay. This is this is inspiring to me. So, so I get their questionnaire back. If it's all good to go, I'll go into my HoneyBook and hit approve and send for the next email, which is already templated, to say book your shoot plan call. That is a Zoom link uh, or a Zoom call. So HoneyBook integrates with Zoom. It creates the link for me. I don't That's have to awesome. do anything, and then it's like, and then I'll get a little notification. Oh, so and so booked their shoot plan call. We'll have the shoot plan call in advance. I'm going to look at the um, their image needs. I do my image opportunity analysis is what I call it. It's super fancy phrase, but I'll look at what their needs are. I'll, I'll again, review their questionnaire. I'll look at their Pinterest board. I'll get as much queued up in my shoot plan. And I do my shoot plans in Milanote right now, but in my course, I actually have a Trello board template. That's how I originally started doing it. So that's sort of what I show in um, in my course. But I get all the information queued up and then we walk through the shot types and props and outfit ideas in that shoot plan call. We go over, um, you know, all the logistics. Okay, do we have our location secured? My clients are responsible for booking their rental if they need a rental, if we're shooting at their home. Where's your home? Confirm the address. Is there parking issues? Are they in downtown Boston where it's resident only? I need to know that. How many flights of stairs? Should I bring Kate with me because I need someone to help me lug all my stuff up? (laughs) And so she can do behind the scenes as well. Um, All the logistics, you know, and then again, those shot types. I'll usually have a list of shot types um, ideas already sort of plugged into my Milanote board, but we'll go through them together to make sure it makes sense. From there, I'll plan out the props that we're going to need and we'll go over outfits. So I do have a personal stylist that if they really want a more hands-on curated approach, um, that I can send them to. And that's at, a, you know, an add on uh, fee that they would pay, but usually I'll help my clients work through that. Okay. So that's really the shoot plan 
process will, I'll make sure at the end of the call, I'm always like, okay, how is this feeling? Do you have any questions? Are you, are you, do you know, like what you need to bring? Like, are you feeling confident? Like, I want to make sure that this is pretty much the last big piece of communication that we're going to have. Again, the idea is that I'm not spending a ton of time going back and forth with my clients because that's a time suck. You want to try and have your workflow work for you and that everything is clear so that by the time you wrap up the shoe plan call, like they might have minor questions here and there, but they're not bombarding you with questions every day. And then I remind them they'll get a a reminder the day before their session of like their shoot so that they remember to show up and that is automated. So I tell HoneyBook to send that out one day before um, their session and that goes out automatically. We have our, we have our shoot. So then that's part of the workflow, the actual shoot. And then um, after the shoot, I go into what I call the post shoot workflow So they'll get an email thanking them for the session. I had a great time. That's automated. So I tell HoneyBook to send that out one day afterwards. And then I will start culling uh, their images and giving them their proofs. So once that is done, I do that within my contractually obligated timeline, give them their proofs. They select the images that they want. Um, Actually, let me back up in that post shoot email. I kind of remind them of what the next steps are, like what to expect. Like once I have your proofs, you'll choose, you know, the, the ones you want. And so that they're not like lost They're like, wait, what happens now? And I usually talk to them at the end of the session be like, okay, yeah, I'll get your images. Contract says X amount of time, but I try to get the, I'll try and get it to you whenever. And so once I deliver their proofs, um, and what's great is I use PickTime, which is a gallery hosting website that connects to my Lightroom. So when it's I up- so easy when I upload, yeah, when I upload your images from Lightroom, it goes into PickTime like directly. And then when you select your images, I get notified on the back end, and then I can tell Lightroom to sync. So then Lightroom actually is like able to flag your selections for me, so I can like. Oh, no. wow. I didn't mm-hmm. know this. Yeah. That. Wow. Uh-huh. That's why. Yeah. So, so when their gallery, when their proofs are ready, I tell honey, I have a templated email saying your proofs are almost ready. The next email you'll be getting is from my gallery hosting website. So keep an eye out for that. If you don't happen to see it within the next, you know, so many hours, let me know. Cause sometimes it does go to junk. So I just want to make sure. So then I go into pick time. I tell pick time to like start their selection or uh, I think it's, it's under their workflow to tell your clients to make their selections. That email goes directly out of pick time. Once they make their selections, I'll get notified of their selections. Then I will go in, I will edit those photos, um, like retouch as needed. I don't do a lot of heavy retouching. Um, Basically my proofs are fully edited with the exception of going into Photoshop. So then once our images are done, I send an email out through PickTime saying your gallery is ready. You have permission to download from this folder and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the that email goes out directly through PickTime as a task in HoneyBook. I check it off. Like, have you sent your final images? Done. And then from there, I usually have a deliverable after that. So I offer my clients a mock-up of an Instagram grid or a mock-up of their website as a way to show them the possibilities with their images if they need inspiration. And I ask them which one they want in my questionnaire, like, which would you like? And so I already know which they like. I can go ahead and give them their deliverable. And I have an email template queued up in HoneyBook that says, here is your mock-up. 
you know, great working with you. I hope you enjoyed the experience. That pretty much like closes out the process. But then it doesn't end from there. I still have a email that then goes out like 30 days after asking them for a review or a testimonial. And I link up and that one goes out automatically. So I don't have to work, like set a reminder for me 30 days That's later. Awesome. So that one goes out automatically. And then even from there, I have another email that gives them, um, oh, in that email, I also have a referral like offer in there saying, by the way, I have a referral program. Here's information on it. If you end up referring anybody, you get so many credits towards your next session. But then I have another email that goes out and I'd have to double check on this because I did it so long ago, but I have an email like that goes out. I don't know, maybe two months after our session that says, Hey, like, do you want to just check in and have a quick coffee date? And what this does is it like maintains that relationship with my clients. And Mm -hmm. I've had two clients book little coffee dates and I love to just hear how their, their business is going. It's not a sales pitch. It's just connecting with them. And then from there, actually, I should probably look this up from there. At some point I do send them an opportunity to book again with me. I want to say it's probably six months after their session maybe four months. I'd have to double check. How bad is that? I can't even remember. No, it's I mean, an, we've got it already on automated. It, uh, so. It's automated. So I don't even have to worry about it. There's another email that goes back encouraging them to book another session with me with my VIP discount of 10%. And so that encouraged them like to almost have like, you know, a booster session. It's still a full session, a booster session, but at a VIP rate. So that, you know, by that point, they should have been using some of their images. They might know that they need more images and that they can get a better deal. So I've had two, I've actually had three clients take advantage of that. So um, yeah. it's been a good thing to have. It's it's pretty much free for me to do and it can generate, you know, that repeat revenue that you want to have. So, and that's really it. I know that's like a lot to walk through, but. Well, no, but I had a question because, you know, you've talked to, about like your regular clients, right? Do you do anything different? Because you have a membership option. I, do I know have that. A so do you have do you do something a little different with your membership clients? Or is yeah. it like a similar workflow? It's a very similar workflow. Some of their offerings are a little bit different. So I have to make sure that the emails are reflective of that. And like their first email that they get with me with the contract and invoice outlines what they can expect from the membership. So whatever is included. Um, and then I take them through the workflow. Um, the first time I work with a membership client, we do hold a full-on planning session. And um, it's a little bit different in that I kind of talk to them. We talk about the details of the first shoot, but we also kind of think long-term, like what else do you want from your other sessions that you have yep. booked with me? And we kind of get an idea of like what that can look like. Obviously that can change. A lot can change in a year that you're working with me, but I like to get an idea of what their goals are. Because at that point, then I don't have full-blown like Zoom planning sessions with them. I have them fill out a subsequent shoot questionnaire for each each shoot with me. And I just update their Milano board based on the responses in that questionnaire and what they've updated in their Pinterest board. So it does look a little bit differently. And what I found the easiest way to do, and I'm still testing, this is I don't teach the membership process in the bootcamp because I'm still refining it myself. Of course, yeah. Um, but what I found so far is the easiest way to do is to take them through an initial workflow for that first shoot. And then you almost like delete that workflow and restart a new workflow. And that's what I've been doing with my membership clients. So every time we complete a shoot, 
I'll restart a new workflow that then will kick in that subsequent questionnaire. It's not as detailed as my first questionnaire. So that's why they get a new one. And then it like, so for each new shoot, they get that workflow reapplied and it takes them through the same process. They get, they get the shoot reminder, they get their updated shoot plan email. So it is a little bit different, a little bit more involved, but when you have it all queued up with email templates and an automation in your CRM, it makes it totally doable and manageable. I, I'm not going to lie. I totally looked up HoneyBook, which I don't, like for me, I don't think it makes sense for me just yet, but it is such a great, what you're from what you're talking about, it sounds like such a great resource. I know I've started looking at like Calendly because I know the back and forth with scheduling. about <laughs> scheduling. That's it's that's a just, lot. It's a lot of time. And then because it's not just like getting an email and reading it, then you have to go to your calendar and then you have to like make sure that you don't have any yeah. other conflicting things. And so that alone, and to your point, saves you a ton of time, ton, ton of time. But to your point, I don't, I want to just, you know, almost preface this that you don't need a CRM to run a workflow. You can just do this in the in the boot camp that I teach. I actually have all of these steps laid out with email templates included to, to, to walk them through this. But I also have a in that sheet, it's almost like a blank worksheet that you can literally just mark off. Like yeah. until you have the volume, well, you, until you have the volume of clients, yeah. then you can just manually do a lot of this stuff. Well, but we, that's what we do with the podcast. Yeah, exactly. You know? and that's, that's exactly and that's you helped set that up. But we have all of emails. our emails templated out. So at least that saves us yep. time there. But once it's sent out, we we mark it off on our workflow that it's been sent. No, and it and it again, people have been really truly impressed. Now you you were talking about how with the membership you're still refining the process. How tell us maybe you can share a couple funny stories I don't know if you have them about how you developed this workflow like was there a time when something wasn't working and an email got sent to the wrong person or something like that I just yeah so I know well so there so during COVID um especially when it first happened there was a lot of like reschedules and sometimes like I would verbally like we would be emailing you know a client would email me and say hey like I think it's, you know, we need to reschedule because of the lockdown, like that we just had to do it. And so we were emailing back and forth. And so we changed like a date for her session, but I didn't update it. And I updated it in my calendar, like my yep. iCalendar. But not in HoneyBook. Not in HoneyBook. So like they, their session came and went and then like they got their thanks for a great shoot email. <laughs> and so, um, I, and this client was very like, I mean, they were very casual, very, you know, funny and witty. And so yeah. I was like, um, yeah, we can just pretend that that shoot ha- didn't, that didn't happen. happen. <laughs> and so things like that. So you want to always make sure that your calendars are up to date, that like if there are any date changes and your workflow is associated with that date, because again, like I have an email that's set up to go out before yeah. the shoot. So let's say if your shoot is today, December 1st, you would have gotten that yesterday. So you want to make sure your dates are always up to date. But as far as like, you know, developing the workflow. Um, I, I still sometimes make little minor tweaks like right now. Um, for example, a good example actually is my membership. You are helping with um, some of the workflow in that. So um, like developing some of the posts, like the deliverables. And so in my HoneyBook workflow, I literally have like upload images for, for Kate like as a task. So oh, it reminds you me, like, you have a task. I have a task in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a task That's in there really that cool. says, so it doesn't, 
it's not doing anything with the client. I just like get reminded that I have to do that. Like, Oh, make sure to do that. And I can check it off. And so make sure it's done. So like little things. And like when I started implementing client gifts, uh, every time I onboard a client, I send them out a client gift is like a thank you for booking with me. Um, I have that, like, make sure to send client gift. Like after I get their questionnaire back, I know their address. So then I can send out their client gift for them. So you have it. You're like, you're, would you say that you're kind of like, even though you're making small tweaks, you're kind of like in this groove now where you feel confident. The overall process is the overall process. Yeah. 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 That's see, that's awesome. Now. So now that you have kind of this process, again, with the exception of the memberships, how do you translate that into your course? You kind of mentioned a little bit, but how do you translate it into your course, the brand photographer method to kind of help your, your, your students, um, learn how they can kind of systemize their, their workflow. Yeah. So a lot of photographers that are pivoting from the family photography world or the wedding world, they kind of get this sense of overwhelmed of like, I have no idea how to offer this. Like if you're working with personal branding clients, you know, you know, how much should I take on? What should I be doing? What's the client's responsibility? There's so much that can be running through your head that it can seem super, super overwhelming. So one of the steps within the brand photographer method is to really assure your clients that you know what you're doing and how to take them through the process and that um, you will be able to deliver an amazing gallery of final images. So within that, I teach this specific workflow pretty much exactly how I do it minus like send client gift because that's so personal. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's set up in a way that gives you not only these steps like the process, um, but I link up to email templates. So my students get pretty much exactly the same copy that I'm sending to my clients. Obviously, you want to, I always tell my students, like, you want to make sure it's like in in your own word. I mean, they're free to copy it. I give them that permission, but you're, you may be a little bit more serious brand, or you might be a little bit more witty brand than I am. And you might want to add your personal touch to the copy, but it gives them a really great starting point in understanding what they can be doing to deliver that great client experience. Now, everybody's business is different. So the way I, the way I teach, the way I, I preface the brand photographer method is this is how it's worked for me. You can take this information and adjust it to meet your own particular business, but this is how it's worked. And this is what has been able to make me book clients consistently and be a successful brand photographer. I think that's so important to note, like making something work for you, because while you have, you know, you have HoneyBook, somebody might not necessarily enjoy using HoneyBook or someone, you know, as you said, you don't necessarily need a CRM. If people are just starting out, like with what we do with the, the, the podcast, we do everything through Google. Yes. And you know, we have a Google sheet for our questionnaire. We've got the email templates. You know, we schedule emails. You know, while that's a little bit more work, it's free. It's free and it's doable. And that's exactly what I tell my students is you can easily yeah. do a lot of this in Google. And the sheet that that actually like the workflow sheet that I give them is a Google sheet. And there's a tab. There's a blank tab for them to even like copy and use that as their analog version of a CRM. So like, yeah, it's all settled for you. It's yeah, it's pretty done for you. (laughs) If there was one thing, one more thing in your business that you could automate, because again, you're so I, I know you're all about the automation. If there's one other thing in your business that you could automate, what would it be? 
Mm. Like that just isn't, maybe isn't possible. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. I mean, I would really like to have the confidence in automating like that first email that I send out to my leads. Um, but I always like to see what they say no. first. Yeah. I think that's part of what makes you um, so unique, Jesse. I do like that. What else would I automate? Um, so, I mean, ideally if I could, if there was like a great way to automate the shoot plan process, cause that would save <laughs> an hour of my time. Uh, yep. but, but I just think that you do need that personal element. Uh, one thing I have to say is I, I have been, um, having someone help me with calling. So in the post, oh, good. so I, I send out my um, galleries to an editor. She doesn't edit my photos, but she calls them down. She's been doing a great job. And then from there, she sends me the gallery back. And I've been using artificial intelligence to edit my photos. This is fascinating to mm-hmm. me, this whole concept. Like, I almost want to like, <laughs> I was just thinking this the other day because I just went on vacation, took a bunch of pictures, want to post them on Instagram, but I don't have your touch when it comes to like um, editing. And I was like, well, how can I clone Jesse's style of editing and like use this artificial intelligence way of editing my photos? This is fat. Now, how does that work? So this, so the software is called Imagine AI and I am an ambassador. You're like an them. ambassador. I am, yeah, I am. So I do. So because I just was like blown away when I started using it. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll link up to, um, we can yeah, we'll have that in the show notes. but it's been a lifesaver. So what it does is, especially for wedding photographers or high volume photographers, um, that have a lot of images, you can basically upload your images and it will learn your editing style. So even if you edit, like typically I would edit with a preset, but I'm always tweaking it. So ultimately it learned like my final editing style and, um, what it does is it'll learn that style. And then like, that's your profile. You have profile for your editing style and you can have multiple profiles. So like, let's say you have a black and white editing style and you have a color editing style. You can have multiple ones, but you need at least 5,000 images for them to like learn your style. And then um, every time I have a catalog, a Lightroom catalog, I'll upload that to um, Imagine AI. And because I have maybe like 200 images per session that I upload, it sends me these like, so I upload it. And then it's like, oh, and it will email you when your edits are ready. Like six minutes later, it sends me the Seriously. Edit. It's so cool. It's so cool. And then I'll like go Ooh. through it and like, I am just blown away at how close it gets. I mean, there's been some sessions where I like don't even really have to touch the images. I might have to adjust the crop a little bit or like strain it out a little bit and maybe make a tiny tweak. But overall, I think it saved me like 80% of the time with editing. It's so good. And then you can fine tune it. So like if you do like if you do edit a session and it doesn't quite get it right, you can like find you can then re-upload your edits and it'll say like, oh, we we did it this way and you did it this way. So it'll continue to learn. It's really cool. That is that's so cool. Jessie. So it has improved my, like my, my work-life oh, balance too. My I'm work sure. life. Yeah, no, it's well, amazing. and that's part, I think that's, what's so important with, with having a workflow is because not only does it keep, you know, we, we've talked about keeping you organized. It improves your client's experience, which is so important because if, if you provide a seamless experience for your clients, they're going to feel more confident in what, in the job you're doing, but they're also going to feel like it's effortless. And that's basically what people want, right? Mm -hmm. Is that kind of feeling that they can just hand this, like what you do with your image, you know, your image is handing it off to this AI, image AI, you know, they just want to feel like it's effortless. So there's that. Yeah. Um, But then there's also now you have a little bit more time to spend. To create content. 
to create content. Bring <laughs> it back to this I podcast. Was, yes. I, well, I was going to say hang out with George and decoy, but yeah, oh, that too. Yes. To create, you know, to to create content, hang out with George and decoy. I mean, it's freed up a lot of my, it, it has freed up a ton of time and implementing these, these automations, or even if you just at a bare minimum, guys, if you're listening to this, I want you to template out your emails. Even if you're just yes. using Gmail and you don't have like a MailChimp or you don't have a Kajabi or you don't have a ConvertKit, like an email service provider other than Gmail, template out your emails. That's yes. the and best thing you can thing you always can do. add to, you know, like with my, I know we'll talk about my workflow, but like I've been learning like so many people ask the same exact questions when they're talking to me about blog writing. And it's like, I've just started to like write a template email out and then I can add, well, depending on if somebody asks another question, I can add to that. You exactly. Know, you can almost pre, you can, you can pre-answer, you can pre-answer a lot of these questions or like address FAQs, yeah. you know, FAQs. It's so, it's so easy. Well, Jesse, I just, now I'm like, hmm. I, as, as we always say, like we get so inspired at the end of an episode to like go and do all the things that we just discussed, whether that happens or not, we'll just keep a secret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this has really inspired me to kind of get back into my workflow as, you know, this is my first day back after vacation. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, you know, as always, you are an inspiration to me. And I know a lot of the other women uh, listening to the show and in the Boston businesswoman community. So yeah. this was fantastic to learn about your process. And uh, yeah, if you, if nobody, if, if you don't know who Jesse is, it, why are you listening to this podcast if you don't? <laughs> but if nobody knows who Jesse is, check out jessiewymanphotography.com. You can check out her portfolio or, you know, we can talk, you know, if you're a brand or looking to transition into brand photography, uh, the brand photographer method is the course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I jumped the gun with that because now we're going to say our goodbye and you're basically going to say that all over I again, know. but that's all right. That's Thank all right. you so much to listening for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes, which you're going to have all those great links that Jesse just talked about, including um, HoneyBook and Image AI. Did I say that right? Uh, imagine, imagine AI. Imagine AI. All right. Sorry about that. Head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. You can join our Facebook group chat with us hang out with us there cocktails and content creation community or you can follow us on instagram at cocktails and content creation and you can email us cocktails and content creation at gmail.com for now i'm kate andrews and you can follow me on instagram at fashionably kate and co and i'm jesse wyman and as kate mentioned you can find me on my website jessiewymanphotography.com or at jesse wyman photos on instagram Or if you are looking to learn more about brand photography and the workflow that I use, you can follow me at The Brand Photographer Method or go to thebrandphotographermethod.com. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.